Oh, it's a great day to stroll in downtown Lewiston, Maine. Yeah, it is. We're right next to Kennedy Park in the heart of downtown. The late afternoon sun is starting to set there to the west. And I'm thinking we should probably make some plans for overnight lodging. Nah, that's a good idea. It's a long drive home. We should probably stay the night. Yeah. Hey, um, how about right here? Well, that's church. Big, high steeple church. Yeah. Well, it used to be a church. But today the church is an event hall. And the former rectory right next door to it is a bed and breakfast called the Inn at the Agora. Well, that may be the perfect place for two recovering Catholic boys like us. <laughs> so inside the old rectory, down in the basement, they used to rent out a room that was once a crypt. Right, we've come to Lewiston, Maine, to sleep with the dead. Hello, I'm Jeff Belanger. And I'm Ray Osier. Welcome to episode 306 of the New England Legends podcast. Thanks for joining your townie buddies as we explore all the weirdness that makes New England like no other place. From haunts to roadside oddities to UFOs and monsters and odd history, we love exploring the strange and unusual throughout the region. Most of our story leads come from you. If you've got an odd tale we simply must check out, please reach out to us anytime through our website. Also, Ray... Uh, we hit a milestone with the podcast. Ooh, what milestone? Ray, we just passed 5 million downloads. Whoa, that's amazing. Yeah. Though if you think about it, we didn't do all of the downloading. <laughs> no, <right>? we didn't. <laughs> so thank everyone who's been joining us every week. Whether this is your first ride with us or your 306th ride, we appreciate having you here. We do. Now we'll go searching for this underground crypt in Maine right after this word from this sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. What's the first thing that you'd do if, say, you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run? Maybe take a nap? Read a book? Or just show up for a friend? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. And the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're like me, you think, I can get through a lot. And we can. We're a resilient species. However, there are times that we need to reach out that hand and get a little help from somewhere else. That's what I did with BetterHelp. When I reached that limit and I realized things were getting a little bit out of control, instead of taking it out on my family or taking it out on myself, I just decided to reach out and get the help that I deserve. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy, my darklings. Get BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com P60. Do that today. You're going to get 10% off your first month. That's better. Help, H E L P dot com slash P sixty. It's time to take control of your life. Dave's here rooting you on, and if I can do this, you can do this. Let's do this together. BetterHelp dot com slash P sixty. There's a link for it on today's program guide. Okay, Jeff, this bed and breakfast has a former crypt in the basement. It does. And you used to be able to rent the room, which is just our kind of weirdness, isn't it? <laughs> so the Catholic Church decommissioned the church back in 2009, and then it was sold to a developer who turned the rectory into a bed and breakfast and the church into a hall you can rent for events. But 
there was a room in the B&B that made international news back in 2015. A room with a crypt. A room with a crypt. You could sleep with the dead. Well, or at least where the dead were. <laughs> Would you be willing to sleep in a room like that? You know, absolutely. I mean, I once slept in a room where Abby Borden was murdered. So this is just a crypt. <laughs> That's fair. I like sleeping in a graveyard. Yeah, sure. Now, to find out how this went from a final resting place of a dead man to a place where you could rest for the night, let's head back to 1907. It's November 1st, 1907, here at St. Patrick's Church in Lewiston, Maine. It's All Souls Day, a holy day, about 8 o'clock in the evening. The church bells have just tolled to mark the passing of one of their own. Monsignor Thomas Wallace has just passed away inside the rectory. The 61-year-old priest had been struggling with illness since this past summer, so his passing isn't a shock. But still, he was well-loved in the community, and many parishioners are heartbroken. Wallace was born in Summersworth, New Hampshire. He was one of five children and the first person from his town to become a priest. Monsignor Wallace wasn't just a beloved priest. He was a shrewd investor. He owned stocks in Maine Central Railroad, the First National Bank of Lewiston, and there's rumors he also owned Bell Telephone stock. When he took over his first church assignment in Lewiston at St. Joseph's, they were in debt. He got them out of debt and then managed to get the funds together to build this rectory on the corner of Bates and Walnut Street and turn St. Patrick's into a successful church community. He purchased land and a building for a convent, and he was also able to get Wallace School built that was named after him. Considering his life and work are so intertwined with this church and community, it's only fitting that Monsignor Wallace would remain part of the church he loved so much. His funeral is packed. Shh, 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 shh. His funeral's packed. It looks like the whole town is here to pay their respects. Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt he was well-liked. But the plan is to keep him close. A crypt is built below the church and connected to the rectory. And the body of Monsignor Wallace is laid to eternal rest right beneath the rectory that he built. From here, we're going to leap ahead just over a century. Welcome to July of 2015 here in Lewiston, Maine. Good For You by Selena Gomez is the number one song, and the Minions movie is killing it at the box office. But at St. Patrick's Church, things are busy. St. Patrick's was decommissioned by the Catholic Church back in 2009, and the buildings and property were put up for sale. Now, obviously, you can't leave the dead behind, so Monsignor Wallace's body, which spent 102 years decomposing beneath the rectory and church, was moved to nearby Mount Hope Cemetery. In 2013, developer Andrew Knight purchased the property, the rectory, and the church to turn it into the inn at the Agora Bed and Breakfast and the church into an event center. Where others saw the crypt below the rectory and got the willies, Knight sees an opportunity. So Knight converts the crypt into a horror-themed room. Let's go check it out. Whoa, check this place out. Not very big. No. But I still see a small table, two chairs, and a little brick alcove over there. Uh, there's a big TV mounted on the wall in front of the couch. There's shelves filled with horror movies that you can watch on the TV. Yeah, yeah. And and hey, look over there. Oh, yikes. Oh, there's a tiled wall with some exposed brick that leads to the crypt chamber. I know. And inside of that is a pine coffin box with handles and a mattress inside. 
I'm not sure I could actually sleep in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, night doesn't intend you to actually sleep in there. In fact, the room isn't going to be rentable for overnight guests. You need to rent it in connection with another room and you need to be out of here by 2.30 in the morning. Mm. Uh, it's because there's no running water or toilet on this level, and I'm pretty sure that's part of some town code or ordinance that won't allow for overnights. Sure. So anyway, the plan is for ghost tour packages for those who love the macabre. On July 1st, Andrew Knight put the first night in the crypt room up for auction on eBay. The lucky winner can stay here August 1st. And that brings us back to today. The crypt room at the inn at Agora made a lot of headlines both in Maine and even internationally. CNN did a story on it, as did many New England news outlets. Andrew Knight wasn't without his critics who thought the room was disrespectful, or at the very least, in poor taste. I can imagine there'd be some blowback. Sure. But at the same time, Monsignor Wallace died over a century ago. No one is around anymore who knew him. No, I get that. But this is a former Catholic church and rectory. St. Patrick's was an active church right up until 2009. And while no one was around anymore who knew Monsignor Wallace, I mean, plenty of people are around who attended that church. And offending that church is like offending its members. You may find this hard to believe, but some people take their religion pretty seriously. In the May 28, 2015 Sun Journal newspaper, Andrew Knight penned a short editorial addressing his critics. He mentioned how Monsignor Wallace would have been saddened by the closing of the church, but even more sad that it had been raised to the ground. He wrote, and I quote, I too love this building and am doing everything in my power to save it. The costs of converting the former rectory and church are immense. Every possible revenue source must be tapped to save these historic masterpieces. And I get that too. Still, communities get possessive about their buildings, even if the locals don't actually own the property. A church is literally sacred. And then it became a place to watch horror movies where a beloved priest laid for over a century. I personally think it's kind of awesome. (laughs) But I also recognize I may not be the best judge of what's appropriate here, given, you know, my line of work. I'm with you. I'm also voting awesome. (laughs) Right on. So Andrew Knight eventually put the inn at the Agora up for sale in 2018. And now the facility is under new ownership. However, there's no mention of the crypt room on their website. So I'm guessing the current owners never brought it back after they took ownership. And while they maybe didn't want to make any waves in the community, I love the fact that for a little while, the whole world was buzzing about a bed and breakfast in Lewiston, Maine, where you could sleep like the dead with the dead. Can you imagine how messed up our B&B would be if we ever opened one? <laughs> I can only imagine. Maybe it's time to call a realtor. Well, only if we can get a, a few more Patreon patrons. Yeah, there you go, yeah. Our Patreon patrons are the lifeblood of everything we do. I mean, without them, we'd be dead. <laughs> our patrons understand great content isn't free. It's a huge undertaking bringing you a new story each week. And the cost for hosting, marketing, travel, and everything else continues to climb. So we truly appreciate the help. Plus... Patrons get early ad-free access to all of our episodes, plus bonus episodes and content that no one else gets to hear. It's just three bucks per month. If you can help the cause, please head over to patreon.com slash New England Legends to sign up. And if you'd like to see some pictures of the former crypt in Lewiston, Maine, click on the link in our episode description or go to the website and click on episode 306. So, would you stay there? Yeah, you know, I'm... uh... I'm a spiritual person. I grew up Catholic, yes. but it's spiritual where, so I could appreciate something like this. Yeah. There's something there. There's a higher power, whatever. Um, but I also, you know, I love the macabre. I love yeah. Halloween. I love the, I, lo- I love the, the history that you'd be surrounding yourself with. It wouldn't hurt my spirituality. I wouldn't feel like I was doing anything wrong, I guess. Sure. 
And, you know, that's the risk you take, though, because if you do feel like you're doing something wrong, then whatever spirit is in that room will take care of it. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Right, right. So you're taking your chances, but religiously, no, that wouldn't bother me at all. We've talked about in the past how, you know, why would a cemetery be haunted, right? I mean, like, you didn't live there. Right, right, right. Although, in this this case, you did. (laughs) You lived upstairs. (laughs) that's true. Right, right. But some would say it's just the body. It's just the body. And especially if you're religious. Of course. It's just the body. It's just the earthly remains. It's a monument to the person. Person, but why would their spirit be attached to this place, right? And uh, why wouldn't we just keep a monument up? Like, this is getting into a whole other different yeah, thing, but if right. it's just a body, why did it even need to be there in the first place? Well, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. And things are changing. I think uh, crem- cremation is a lot more popular today than I like that. ever before. Yeah. yeah. And, and just shoot us into space. <laughs> Who went up there? Um, Scotty? Was it Scotty? Yeah, I think, yeah. From Star Trek? Some of his ashes went up. Yeah, of course. I think that's great. But the thing, but when it's a church, so the funny thing about religion is that everybody, I think a lot of people feel like, yes, I know religion can be silly and it causes a lot of fights and a lot of wars. And sure, you know, you can poke fun here and there. I get it, but not at mine. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. Like anyone else is sure, but no, 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 not mine. And so uh, they become sacrosanct. And so. On the other hand, like the capitalist in me is like, if you go and you buy a church building, it's yours now. Sure. You can do anything you want with it, right? That's the point of buying property is that it is yours now to do as you please. And if you're successful, it will be successful. Yeah. I've seen church, uh, churches made into restaurants. Sure. Clubs. Yeah. I mean, that's where, where all sorts of weird things happen at 2 a.m. And oh. Talk about sacrilegious. So my father-in-law in in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, um, he's a musician his whole life. And I remember, this was, oh God, maybe 10, 15, maybe 15 years ago. um, He was part of a house band at a place called the Chapel of Blues. Oh, nice. It was a church. And outside looks every bit the part of church. No question that had been gutted and a stage put in and bars. It was a nightclub. Yeah. It was really cool. I thought it was awesome. But the Electric Mayhem used to hang uh, play in a okay. church. Yeah, yeah. But so, but so some locals were upset. They were like, sure, it's yeah. a church and you're in here drinking and carousing and smoking and doing all the things. God knows what else. God knows what else. kids. That, that you do in a bar and a nightclub. <laughs> and so people got a little flustered about it. But I'm just like, eh. you know, like, so what is a church anyway, right? Is it, it's a building, it's about it's it's who's in the church that matters, right? Yeah, right. And what you believe, and where you. I mean, you could go outside in a field, and that that could be your church. And that's, well, that's the whole argument. Do we have to go every Sunday? Why do we have to go when you're spiritual and religious? You should, right. Everywhere you are is your church. It's all church. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. Um, but people see it differently, and they get really flustered. And so, uh, I, I think it's interesting that the new owners never brought back the crip room. Mm, they said, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's probably more headaches than they needed, I'm guessing. Uh, plus, you know, again, capitalism will always overtake sure. religion. If that room was just killing it in sales, they probably would have kept it. They're like, <laughs> Or how about this? If you are that religious, keep it going. Give the money back to another church. Sure. You know, I don't know. Or 10%. Or 10%. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever your tithing may be. Um, but yeah, but I, I think that uh, had it been like the biggest moneymaker, they'd be like, okay, you're the new owners now. This thing is bringing in like 80% of the revenue. But if yeah. you want to do away with it, they're like, nah, you know what? We'll leave it. We'll, yeah. we'll take a few people yelling at us on the street once in a while. I think it's a great marketing scheme because the church is very distinct. You know, it's the church on yep. the corner. Wow, that's a church. No, it's not. It's a hedonistic club. That's all. <laughs> you know? And, and, and then people are going to be like, I got to go there. So like if, if you picture a Catholic church called St. Patrick's, yeah. 
what you're picturing in your head right now, that's exactly what this church looks like, <laughs> right? Like the steeples and the Gothic, yeah. like it's exactly what you think it looks like. It's yeah. not, you know, some churches are like, oh, that could have been a barn or something. No, this is a church with steeples and the rectory's right next door. Um, and it's been, it's been this since at least 2013, I believe it's been. So for 10 years, it's been now an inn and in an event center. Yep. Um, but, and you can still say at the B&B, they have, they have rooms for rent at the, in Agora and, but not so much the crypt room. It's probably like a personal favor, I guess, at this point. Yeah. You think so? Like, Hey, can I just go see it? You know? And the people that would rent that room. I mean, they could yeah. be questionable too. Do you want those kind of people? People like milling us. around your yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, I've, I've thought about this, um, having worked on so many haunted locations, haunted hotels and inns and bed and breakfast. The Stanley Hotel out in Estes Park, yes. Colorado. Yeah. It's been on all the ghost hunting shows, including Ghost Adventures that I've yeah. worked for for the last fifteen years, and uh, and I've done paranormal events there, multiple, like a bunch mm-hmm. over the years, and. What happens is, so there's management that runs that place and they're like, this is great. We, you know, because if you're, if you're a manager of a hotel, do you care who is renting your rooms and why? Well, because the purpose of a hotel is to make money. You care that they're being rented, right? right? You care that the place is filled up and people are posting about it. So what would happen is that um, suddenly they're like, you know what? We don't like your kind mm. being like us, right? Yeah. Folks like us, weirdos that are into weird stuff and ghosts and haunted places and Stephen King fans and all right. that other stuff. And so they're like, let's really, let's no more ghost tours. Let's not allow in these groups anymore. Um, we just want regular good folks to come here to this beautiful hotel. Fine. Yeah. You know? And, and then what happens is sales dip, sales dip. And they're like, <laughs> let's bring those ghost hunters back. Cause boy, right. they spent a lot of money at the bar and who knew fill the hotel for the weekend. And you know, like maybe we shouldn't be so down on it. And I've watched the pendulum swing back and forth on places like that. Yeah. You know, like, Oh, no more ghosts. Yeah, the ghosts are great. No more ghosts. What's the place in Ashland? The, the big place. Stone's public house. I heard that that is leaning more towards don't come here to hunt ghosts anymore. New owners, you know, maybe they don't want that to be the, the main reason, but it's also a draw. Of course. So we've I, got great food and you'll experience that if you come to check out the ghosts. Right. And then you become a fan of just the place itself. So it's not such a bad thing to draw people in. Right. With a sh- just like the, um, uh, the, 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 uh, the, 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 oh, what was it? The, the head on the wall of the, uh, that weird monster. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, that yeah. we just talked about. Oh gosh. Uh, the, the, the bar. Blah. The Mary's? No, no. Oh, Bull Run. Bull Run. Bull Run. Run. And, yeah. And they've got that wacky animal on the, on yeah. the wall. That's a draw. It's a draw, right. For people like us. So Stone's Public House, I can tell you this. Last time I was there was winter. So just a few Recently. months, a few oh, months okay. ago. Yeah, a couple yeah. months ago. Uh, at the top of the stairs is the dress, the haunted dress. From, so it's still So up. it's okay. right there on display, up, framed on the wall. Yeah. And if you go into the next room, there's a big old article. I mean, this was as recently as February. Big old article on the haunting of Stone's Public House. And it's been framed and mounted this article from the Boston Globe which features a picture of me on it. Oh. So I'm right there in the <laughs> in the an old old picture. My goodness gracious. Yeah, you look so different I, before I knew you. As a kid back then. So uh yeah. anyway, so that's up on the wall. So they still talk about okay. it to some degree. And while I was dining there, I said, "Hey, what, have you experienced the hey, ghost?" Hey, that's me on the wall. Did I, you notice that? Why, why I asked while standing Free right meal? next to what it. Do you think? I was like, "Hey, remember this guy?" <laughs> uh no, but I asked our our our, uh, our server. I said, "Hey, have you had any ghost experiences?" She was like, "Oh my god, yes. Everyone knows this place yeah. is haunted." Like she she didn't know who I was, sure. but she just immediately uh, jumped into, you know, about the stories of the hauntings. And so, yeah, I get it. Um, I, I, I get you got to make money. I get you don't want it. 
the wrong kind of people, whatever that is, mm. right? <laughs> and how do you distinguish who's who's the right person, who's the wrong person? Oh, if I'm a business owner, the right person is people willing to come spend money and not be destructive or rude or, or to yeah. the patrons. And the wrong people are the opposite of that, <laughs> right? So somebody uh, comes in with black nail polish, black clothes, maybe black eyeliner. That might be the person. That I'm, you're, I'm good with that person. Oh, I am too. But some of these other places wouldn't be like that's how you would tell. Right, right, right. Oh, right. That person is, yeah, yeah. Their money's as good as anybody else's. It is. You're right. Yeah, they they enjoy good food and beers just like the rest of us. Um, but yeah, but that's but if if they start saying like, oh, they're scaring away the families and stuff, like, are they? I right. mean, you know. Anyway, this is these are the debates. Be that, tolerant, people. Right. And, that's what we're talking about. You know, and. Uh, make more money. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, so this, this place in Lewiston doesn't obviously push that anymore. And I get it. I, I totally do. But if sales dip, maybe we're going to, we're going to get a call from them and they're going to say, Hey, we're ready to resurrect. Right. And the, we need the, you guys in here. Night one, the crypt room. We're going to resurrect this thing. But, but I mean, the thing it made internet CNN did yeah, a story on huge. this, like cable networks around new England came and did stories on it. Again and again, people were covering this because they're like, what a crazy uh, bed and breakfast would have a, a room like this. Yeah. And it got him a lot of attention. And if you're in the bed and breakfast business, a lot of attention tends to be a good thing. Hey, we need your help. First, if you don't already subscribe to our podcast, please do so because it's free. Then take a minute right now to post a review for us. Those reviews go a long way in helping others find us. And then be a townie with us. Yeah. Tell your friends about the show. The more people listening, the more who send in their own weird local stories. And this community continues to grow. Also, if you're on Facebook, you may be able to find our super secret New England Legends Facebook group. There's thousands of people there waiting to talk about these subjects with you. We'd like to thank our sponsors. Thank you so much to our Patreon patrons. And our theme music is by John Judd. Until next time, remember, the bazaar is closer than you think. Mm-hmm.